Yeah, it, yeah. it was just like the fact that he has sat on many mountaintops alone glassing and seen bears take down deer and elk and moose and seen them roam and he respects them so much. Yeah. But he's been sharing that environment with them, both going after the same prey. It's like, mm-hmm. if I meet my end, like I would rather it be like, I lost that fight. Yeah. Today I wasn't the big bear on the ridge and yeah. I, I get taken that way. Yeah. I respected that uh, For sure. a lot. Yeah. That's a... Whew. That would be a rough way to go. Though. Oh, you're, it's that not would be fast. A rough way. My <laughs> fucking god! Yeah, you have to just hope he just crushes your head. Right oh yeah, puts go. that oh, puts yeah. that paw on your head and crushes <laughs> it first. Otherwise, you're just grabbing his jowls. It's like I know. <laughs> <laughs> trying to convince him. Man. I know you want to go butthole first. Yeah, my, I, I ate some good stuff today. Yeah, and my mouth smells good. Uh-huh. Like, <laughs> Brush yeah. my teeth for you. You ready? Oh yeah. All right. Three, two, one, go. Welcome back to Strange Range. What's up, y'all? It's uh, wow. noon on a Sunday. I know, right? Noon bears. Boy, look at us. Mm. <sighs> Playing a dangerous game right now, which is how long can I talk on this podcast without either shitting in this chair or blowing up Brett's bathroom. I so. just did it, too. I ate half that burrito oh. and had a cold brew and ran. Like, I, I literally texted Chase, too. I'm like, feel free to help yourself. Like, come on in. I'm duking out a burrito and a coffee right now. <laughs> oh, man. We're going to have to double decker it. Uh, no, we're not double decorating, right? Because <laughs> double decorating really, like, like to me, like insinuates shitting into the tank. And we're not doing that in my house. No, Tyler no, no. One, I'm saying one of us is gonna have to like sit on the other one's lap. That's what I, I was gonna uh, yeah. option that. Like, but what's gayer though? I mean, we face in the same direction, <laughs> facing each other. Well, I'm just saying, like, for the sake of accuracy, it'd probably be easier to just face each other. You know, there's gonna be a wider. I think so too. I can hand you stuff. Wait, why am I on top? Functional. Why did I? I think because it'll break my thighs, man. That porcelain's dense. That's why. (laughs) That yeah, that's that's why, why, right? (laughs) (laughs) Welcome to Strange Range on a Sunday morning. (laughs) We're in church, everybody. Oh, I know. Welcome to church. (laughs) What are you doing this weekend? Or what have you been doing? Uh, I was gonna say we did it. Uh, (laughs) It's done. (laughs) Um, Let's see. Jiu-jitsu on Friday with some kickboxing, and then MMA class Saturday morning. Then came back. I had the house to myself all weekend. Hell yeah. No dad duties. Uh, my oldest son was out of town. <laughs> Tyler's gone. So, uh, yeah, I just, like, as soon as I got home, it was like, I was already pretty worn out, and I'm like, I got shit to do. Like, my brain out of nowhere was like, just keep doing shit. So, like, I did shit till, like, fucking 8 o'clock. And really, because it was like, I'm going to sit down and have nothing to do but drink beer. Yeah. So I got the uh, blazer all all cleaned up, cleaned out, and uh, got that posted for sale. Well, that's fucking crazy. Sad. I know I saw that on Facebook this morning when I woke up. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Watched the fights, which are all right. Um, lots of cuts, crazy deep cuts. The entire main card. Uh, a dude went for a shot, took a knee to the forehead, and it split him from one side of his nose, like in between the eyebrows, not over the bridge, like a U. Into the other eye. Damn. And every time he'd move his nose, his nose would come down and his eyebrow line, so the top of the cut would stay. So he had a mouth like an inch, inch and a quarter wide on his head. Just, meep, 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 meep. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I swear, I'm going to win this fight. Oh, man. And then there was like another one uh, in the main card that uh, Corey Sandhagen fight. He just threw a lot of elbows and a couple of flying knees and just diced this dude up. And eventually, the same thing, like the deepest all the way to the skull cut across the eyebrow. And they ended up calling that one. But I uh, did that, played uh, Valhalla for uh, Assassin's Creed Valhalla for like three hours. Oh, yeah. And I got up and put my ass in bed and then woke up, had some food, doing this right now. Going to try to catch open match later. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then edit video all day. 
Yeah, hell yeah. Yep. For you guys. For you. All right. <laughs> yeah, fucking YouTube is going. We're I'm fucking excited. rolling. Finally got uh, all the little odds and ends. Kind of went through a little trial period of cameras and programs and even like right, like we had a camera overheating every time, different cords to keep it going. So yeah, I'm excited. Now we got all the stuff. So should be very regular. I mean, I should be able to produce a couple clips a week. Technology gods have just not been on our side thus far. <sighs> but we are stubborn. Overcomers, you know? <laughs> I will not go quietly to the dying of the night. Yeah. Yeah. It's my anniversary today. I know. I'm sure my wife's stoked that I'm hanging out with you drinking beer. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I'm his first lady. All right. Right after you text me, I look back and I was like, babe, I got to go record. She's like, are you fucking serious? I'm like, yeah. I'm like, well, you're going to get mad if I do it on Tuesday. So, I mean, you know, what what are we doing? You just do what I do. Anytime someone's like, I want you to do this. I'm like, I have two jobs. Like, this is a job. Like, it does take a lot of, like, some time, mostly Chase. Now I'm picking up the the, the YouTube. I'm I'm pulling some slack, but I just like bring it up. I have two jobs. And you start going, I have aspirations. I'm really trying to carve out and be, you know, my own boss. And like, after a while, they're like, all right, fucking, you don't have to go. It's true. Yeah. That's true. (laughs) Dude, uh, so before I forget, um, Uh uh A girl I know and her friend are starting a podcast. Oh yeah, in the Flathead Valley. So first of all, we got to fight them. Second of all, <laughs> that, that has been like there's a couple couple shows that have started started recently, and I'd like to feel like we've uh, we've encouraged some people. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm trendsetter, dude. Yeah. Jet life to the next life. I mean, there's also like a billion podcasts out there right now, but not ones that matter. We still, you know, yeah, we paved the way here. <laughs> so uh, she was hitting me up about it because, uh, like, I think I talked a while ago, like a couple weeks ago, she hit me up. And I think she <laughs> might have been after a cold beer. She's like, "How do we podcast?" <laughs> and I'm like, I start talking about like RSF feeds and like you know all these different programs and how to record and all that. And she's like, "How's it easier?" <laughs> so it's been a pay me, pay me. I know, right? I am available. Strange I am available. Range, <laughs> Strange Range presents mm-hmm, mm-hmm. insert name of podcast. I will do it. Um, no, her and her friend. Uh, have been um, on Tinder and like they have a save. They just actually add me to it. It's a uh, a joint like shareable file that they both dump like either screen like, like screenshots or they they actually screen record themselves going through the pages of it. Okay, all these dudes' profiles and they save them there so they both can look at them. They're gonna start a podcast. Uh, just talking shit about dudes, uh, dudes, fucking Tinder profiles and like everyday stuff. But I feel like this was your idea. It was. It was called Tinder All Stars, uh-huh. and I called her out on that. She's like, I don't even listen to the podcast. Oh. But uh, <laughs> we actually haven't stepped off on that one. And now Initiative yeah. Fish is in fucking Arizona. We tried Son though. Of a bitch. We, we tried. We didn't try hard enough. We should have made it happen. I, I invited, yeah, and then should, she's like, yeah. Oh my god! That's like true. I accidentally like have to work that day. Oh no. Yeah. One well, that's actually a pretty funny idea, though. We should have those chicks on for like a, a collaboration show. That's or what I was saying. That's what yeah. I was saying. Um, yeah, one of them just lives a couple blocks away. But uh, I, that was a cool idea. And that being said, like, I'm almost because they can't find my name. I'm like, I might as well just hand off Tinder All Stars to them because, like, that, I mean, don't be wrong, it's a great name. But. They're looking for one. Some of the stuff, dude. Plus, I, that's like a whole other level of like they're already putting the work in to compile the shit. Oh, in three days, guess how many Tinder likes they got. So like on their Tinders, when a dude likes it, their profile like shows up. And if they like it, it becomes a match. If not, it doesn't, right? Uh, God damn We're it, professionals. Daisy. Uh, 
If you're listening right now, Daisy, don't call me during podcasts. And I don't care if you don't know I'm podcasting. You fucking know I'm podcasting. Women. I know, right? <laughs> so, uh, I broke the fourth wall there. Like, in the future, that's going to be funny. <laughs> so meta. <laughs> <laughs> fucking Mark Zucker nerd. Um, but uh, anyway, so like, it was the first time I got a chance to actually... Oh, no, sorry. Back here. Guess in three days, guess how many likes I got? 69. 2,200. What the fuck? Because I found her because like... That's the other reason this show's way funnier for chicks because mm-hmm. that's just like... Relatable. Dudes are not ever going to get that... Uh, amount david fucking beckham could hop on tinder yeah. and not get that much yeah uh, yeah so but some random chick from kalispell nailed it columbia falls <laughs> columbia falls Even smaller. Yeah. but uh so like so they added me on and i was going through it and i'm like dude i am tinder and wrong like somebody's like yeah you don't have a vagina dude for sure but like they, <laughs> i'd never leave the house that's true i wouldn't yeah. need it yeah <laughs> i got amazon i'm good oh god <laughs> Yeah. So yeah, the, the twenty two hundred. Like I got a chance to actually go through as I was getting my coffee. I was like, dude, th- there are some fucking weird guys out there. Yeah. So they got a lot of stuff to talk about. So I thought about uh, maybe bringing them on, and that way they could see what a podcast looks like, and we could just bullshit about like what it's like dealing with the animal known as man. <laughs> in a That's fucking pretty meat funny. Market. That's pretty funny. Yeah. yeah. We'll make let's make that happen. That's That'd funny. be a good idea. That's funny. Yeah, that is actually a pretty good idea for a show, and it's got to be something that a bunch of chicks have talked about and have just haven't done. I haven't heard of a show like that. Um, so I'm sure something like that. Exists, but. There are dating sexual chick related ones mm. like uh, Call Her Daddy is one of those. Oh yes, There's a couple different. Ones. You've got a beard here in your microphone, and it's driving me fucking nuts because the sun's hitting it. And it looks like the most lip-wristed uh, lightsaber pointing at your face all the time. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, anyway. I'd fix that shit. <laughs> um, but yeah, I thought it'd be pretty cool to bring them on and just like, like, they, like I said, they can see what the podcast looks like so they can get a start. And at the same time, we get to pick their brains on what it's like being a, you know, a 2022 chick that's single and dealing with all these fucking dudes. I can't imagine like, it take, I mean, it takes balls to like walk up to a girl and hit on them and ask them out. But if you're alone in the safety of your fucking dungeon, you'd be like, I am like brave enough to say whatever I want right now. Let me see your bow. <laughs> I bet it works. Uh, I mean, at least some of the time. Yes. I it mean, has to. It does for sure. I've met some questionable ladies. No. Yeah. Yeah. So. Yep. What happened to you? <laughs> I loved a woman that wasn't clean. <laughs> One line that signs. Or, <laughs> this really sums up Brett's last three years. <laughs> yeah, God. You know, I'm just out here looking for love, and I feel like I've got enough to go around, and I'm just looking for a classy lady that's not classy all the time. Is there still a place where we could film? A dating video, like the old school 80s, 90s dating services, and send it in. Only VHS if we do that. That's what I'm saying. Like, like a whole, we gotta make like a whole character. Dude, put me out there, bro. We Put gotta, me in, coach. We gotta find a. We're we're getting Brett hitched. All right. Oh, here's our here's Christian our next. Mingle. This is our between now and February. We're gonna find him a Valentine. All right. Oh, that's what's dude. happening. A valid dime. Yeah. Fucking dude. Put me on Christian Mingle. I hope his name's Jerry. God damn it. <laughs> I, I gotta hit up Chrissy. Dude, uh <laughs> this, this <laughs> What's so, T Jerry doing? Oh god, dude. You know I like <laughs> Who cares? Uh no, like you know how I nickname everybody? I, yeah. I, I have a thing for nicknames, right? 
and uh, especially like if you're a girl that I'm into that has like a name that I think is not cute, I'm gonna give you one because I can't have that uncute name in my head when I'm trying to bang you, right? Like there was one random girl who, uh, uh, wow, I just forgot her name. Oh, it was this Veronica. is the real reason? <laughs> I have. <laughs> I have memory issues, okay? I'm not a douche. Uh, no, her name was Veronica. She went by Vern. And because of that, like everybody's like, oh, it's Vern's here. And I'm like, mm, I ain't saying that. And like, why am I? Because I'm not piping a fucking chick named Vern. Yeah, Vern does sound stupid. Yeah, it sounds bad, right? I met a girl named Geraldine. and But for some reason, it is Gary. Like, when you look at it, when it pops up in your contact, for some reason, I was like, that's a real French way of saying Ger- Geraldine. Or no, fuck, I fucked that up. Gerald, though. Couldn't fucking do it. I tried. I tried. And literally all I could get in my head was just Gerald the whole time I was hanging out with Didn't her. Didn't want to play Gerald's game? Had to fucking bail. Oh. Gerald's no. game. Why does that sound? That Stephen, Stephen King, King story. Yeah, it was on Netflix. Yeah. Yeah, the movie's pretty fucking good. It was good? Yeah. I didn't get bad. a chance to watch it. It was a while ago. It's not bad. It's a, it's a, it's a cool concept. Because like, the whole story takes place in one room. Yeah, I tried to watch that. And that's when I wasn't single. And mm. I had to run by like what I wanted to watch during like commute fucking people hours. Yeah. Uh, and I had, yeah. Fuck compromise on TV, dude. Yeah. I'm watching whatever I want. Yeah. So I got two, <laughs> two ladies, two, la- two TVs, two ladies. Is much damn <laughs> dude, fuck dude. no. Anytime someone's like, I'm Polly. I have like four girlfriends. I'm like in the eighth grade. That sounded super cool. Yeah. But after I've been married and divorced, I'm like, good luck You're with that shit. You're a glutton for punishment. I you know, hate right? yourself. Dude, you <laughs> cuck. You're just going to, I want to get yelled at all the time. Hey, you know what makes me really hard? When people don't like shit about me. <laughs> I've told Janice the only way I could ever have two wives is if she picked the other one. I had nothing to do with her, and she was just there to do whatever Janice didn't want to do. See, no, they'd gang y'all, up on you eventually. They'll take care. Of, well, they can have their own fucking house. You know what? See, now they're married, and I'm single again. <laughs> you, you gotta seclude the one that's mad at you, because all true. it takes is another woman to run up by. Put her in a pen. Like. You ever notice when like one one put her in a pen? It's a very small dog crate. You just put books and shit on top of it, so she can't lift it. <laughs> But no, when one, when one of them's mad, you got to seclude him. Because like I've noticed that like <laughs> one woman can't like, maybe doesn't even agree with why the other one's mad, but they'll be like, "Yeah, fuck that dude, Queen." <laughs> Andrew Tate got canceled, so we got to take up the place. <laughs> oh, dude, can we just become the internet doucher now? Oh man, I don't think I have that much energy in me. It takes so much like mental space to make that kind of a <laughs> dude <laughs> dedication to a character there's no way that guy's for real no not no. not completely i've you watched his I mean? fights yeah the dude does scrap um but uh i hate that i'm just feeding into the internet memes hey man for every 15 things that guy says he has one that's true now that before you jump down my throat internet fucking look at my ratio but that guy has said some truthful things every once in a while then he completely clouds it with the rest of the shit he says yeah yeah i think he just got picked up on human trafficking or something in like mm. albania or something I, don't know. Uh, I saw something on that that was actually from like two years ago and it didn't stick and then someone mm. brought it up and they just like socially canceled him and of uh. course all these platforms will follow that but uh cause, i mean i just it, don't like this bald head bald i don't dude not a fan yeah not a fan. And in the words of Crystalia, I got another cancelable guy. Uh, you can't outdo your head hair with your face hair. Yeah. Because your face looks upside down. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. There is something weird about that. 
it, yeah. it's frequent though and i can't say that i wouldn't do the same thing because you look i don't know you look more dumb if you're just if your head looks like a gumball well, that's the thing too. Do you do you five o'clock shadow shave the head? Right. Because like I feel like I mean when you're bald, it, anything's more than that. You know. But when you bick it, it draws attention. I think. Yeah. Because then you look like like a weird cancer baby or something. Speaking of weird cancer babies, I went down to uh, Coffee Trader. Yeah. No, right. Segway King. The fuck. <laughs> I was when I was at Coffee Trader getting my food. Right. Yeah. By the way, not my favorite place when it comes to like you environment. Did a cancer baby burrito. <laughs> yeah, I did. Right. It's just full of hopes and dreams and. You know, not enough money. <laughs> Chemo. <laughs> Why couldn't I be a Kardashian? It has saved me last month. Uh, <laughs> uh, no, definitely not my favorite place when it comes to vibe. But I mean, once I realized that all you have to do is like pick anything at the menu and say wrapped mm-hmm. and they make a burrito out of it. Yeah. Like all their breakfast plates, you just say, I want that wrapped and they make you a gigantic burrito. Wrap her up, Carlos. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> Ooh. Wrap her up, Guillermo. <laughs> uh, I, have, I have a friend named Guillermo, so he can't cancel me for that. Uh, <laughs> oh, I, Brett! I've got a black friend, Grimes. I know, right? <laughs> Side note: uh, when, when I was in the like, you can feel my energy right now. This is me in my thirties. Imagine me at twenty-one. Imagine, imagine that shit. But I had um, two of the really big black dudes in my platoon, and uh, I always, like, I've always been like the small dog, like nipping at the big dog. And uh, I remember walking back from the chow hall, and I look, I see them walking together, and I'm all like still drunk from the night before. And so I'm, I'm walking down the sidewalk behind me, they don't see me yet. And uh, I look on my phone, and I pulled out uh, DMX, uh, we right here. And I turned the volume all, all the way up, and I snuck in between them because I'm so short. And I hit play on speakerphone. It's like, bring it, we right here. And I'm all patting them <laughs> on the back, like, like, let's go, boys. And I'm all dancing between them. They're like, what the fuck, dude? <laughs> uh, but no, uh, I go, oh, what the fuck was I going to say? Oh, dude, the amount of hipsters that are at the uh, coffee trader right now, uh-huh. absolutely insane. I mean, I'm seeing like uh, like lumberfuck like dress yeah. with with the hard scarf. Like the scarf with the like the, the knot pulled tight. I mean, I'm seeing a lot of dude ankles in there. Yo, it's not cold. It's not cold, but it, you know, it's the Why aesthetic. are we doing scarfs already? Bro, he, I, the guy I'm had- stoked about a sweatshirt, but this is not necessary. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's 60 outside. It is very comfortable. I got my truck and was like almost overheating. But yeah, <sighs> lots of man ankle. I mean, the amount of super tight capri pants. That shit's dumb as fuck. That shit is so fucking stupid. You don't look cool with your fucking ankles hanging out, bro. No. I don't get that shit at all. It looks like you don't have clothes that fit you. And it makes me want to buy you pants. I, uh, being in whitefish for, for. That's as bad as walking around with no belt on. I just don't understand it. Makes it. no sense. I don't get it's it. It's like a guy that doesn't wear a hat to work. Yeah. Uh, Weirdos. Leon. Leon showed up to work one day. One day without a hat, right? Now, mind you, he, he bashed himself in the nose with a board while I'm guessing he was drunk working on his roof. So uh, he's got a huge bandaid over his nose. Eyes are blacked up. And he walks over oh, to me, no. and just, but he's not wearing a hat, right? He walks over to me and goes, hey, man, before you say something, I forgot my hat at home. I know I look weird. And then I'm <laughs> That's like, the reason. And I'm, and I'm like, oh, it's all good, man. I was going to say, he's like, I just wanted to get ahead of it. And walks off, doesn't mention the nose. Man. It wasn't until later. I'm like, are you okay? He's like, oh, yeah, I forgot. I smashed my nose in. Like, I miss that guy. Give him a smooch for me. Dude, he's the coolest guy ever. <laughs> oh, but the last uh, hipster thing. Yeah. Because um, like, that's like the young to like, I'm holding on to my late 20s hipster guy thing. The lumberfuck, lumberjack looking thing that's really like homosexual-esque with lumberjack. So, you know, that guy can't swing a fucking hammer, let alone an axe. Um, or like the dude capri pants. But... 
Now we have late 40s to mid... But he mid- can swing your husband. Swing your husband. Uh, the <laughs> late 40s to early 50s hipsters. Mm-hmm. And those are only in whitefish. They're usually impaired. And they dress like characters from Yellowstone. God, Ten. that's the fucking worst. Dude, uh, uh, by the way, it doesn't match here, right? Um, all black uh, quarter zip fleece. But it has the Navajo design uh, just across the shoulders. I, I mean, brand new cowboy hat. Fucking the damn near has the tag on it. Brand new Wranglers. Brand new boots that have no dust on them, nothing, nowhere. You got to love the dudes that show up in s- southwestern patterns. And they're like, this will fit in the north. Yeah. This, this makes me look like a native. A hundred percent, man. And then like you can tell like the, the beards lined up perfect. Like They had planned this and laid those clothes out like it was before the first day of school. I'll just go buy an overpriced fucking retail store belt buckle with a big golden Y on it. Oh, That'll yeah. make people respect me. Yeah, fucking That'll make Murdoch's is making money. But, I should just uh, go buy one of those big stupid hats, the fucking white ones, and I'll, I'll never work in it. I'll keep it really nice and white. That'll make them respect me. Excuse me, ma'am. How many gallons is this cowboy hat? No, they. Uh, I've been seeing them everywhere. And uh, it's fucking ridiculous. And usually, like, I try to just, I, I, it goes crazy in my head when I see it, but I'm really trying to, like, not let that shit get to me. It, it fucking bugs you after a while. Because uh-huh. it's those motherfuckers that park, that take up all the parking spots in front of my jujitsu gym. Uh-huh. And then they walk three fucking blocks to a different restaurant. And I have to go all the way by the train depot and walk a couple blocks to go where I go every week year round. Uh-huh. But, uh, Fucking, I was walking with Jack, and I like Jack sees me looking at him. He's like, what, Dad? And I'm like, oh, they just got the whole fucking costume on. And both of them look at me, and then out of nowhere, out of nowhere, the guy goes, all right. You know, he's just like, it's, it was like, we man, that's one of those real Montana guys. Where we fit in. He noticed it. We're one of them. It's the weirdest. It literally, like, it's a, that, that is shit that people should be wearing on Halloween. Like, dress up as your favorite character from a show, Halloween. Save that for a con. But I wish like some of you could actually like without coming here come see these this same shit. people were the ones that were buying the fucking fake two piece cuts when Sons of Anarchy was on TV. One hundred percent. These are the same fucking people. Yeah. Now they're cowboys. By the way, they never owned a horse and they sure as fuck never owned a motorcycle. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't fucking understand. Yeah, it's uh, dude. It's a hundred percent. It's it's the weirdest thing to see Halloween in the streets. You don't actually have to buy your personality. You can just pick up a book or. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> like, there's really, there's other options. There's like, other options. Okay, okay, imagine this. Let's just say you live in um, the Dakotas in a town with like 400 people, right? Imagine if a guy, if a guy like walked through your town and he had his sister put together her lumberjack outfit and then he put it on. That's literally what these people look like. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's, I mean, just to strip it down, it's for at, at the barest level. They're dressing like a character that was put together by a Hollywood costume coordinator. Mm. Hollywood costume coordinator. Costume. Coordinator. They get blown away that like the rest of us don't dress that way. Yeah. Like, yeah, because we're <laughs> man, you guys, bunch of fucking pussies. You're I know, right? You fucking, fucking dress like me, poster ass fucking fucking people. I'm gonna go get me that fucking what's the what's his fucking name? What's the the main is it Rip? Uh, I think Rip What's is like name? the homie of the of Kevin Costner. But they always they I think that's the one like dark hair. I don't know, man. We're just too hot. We're too hot to handle. Damn it, camera. We'll figure it out. We got some shit. Um, uh, but yeah. yeah, like I saw that someone was selling some retail online retailer was sol- selling a a Rip hat. You know, like the cowboy hat that he wears in this in the show for like three hundred and fifty dollars. Buy a Stetson. 
they're not as expensive. A regular Stetson's not that expensive. <laughs> Buy one that doesn't make you look like a well, and you're still gonna look like a douchebag because you, you you don't belong in that fucking hat. If you're if you're thinking about buying a hat because of a TV show, you shouldn't be buying a hat in the first fucking place. But at least yeah. buy one that people are gonna be like, "That's oh, a nice hat," you know? Yeah, dude, it, it's fucking crazy, man. <laughs> Speaking of which, do you remember? Uh, did did the guys and the adults in your family when you were growing up? Did they all get the Stetson cologne pack for Christmas? Had the soap on the rope no. and the little really? Mm-mm. Maybe that was like a just. I grew up around a lot of ranches and fucking farms, and every guy in the family, regardless yeah. of what they were into. Because my dad was into trucks and bars. He wasn't yeah. like in hunting. He wasn't like a cowboy guy at all whatsoever. But every male in the family got the fucking little mini Stetson clone and the fucking soap on a rope. Yeah. No, no, it wasn't there. What happened to soap on a rope? I don't know. I just realized that's gone. Maybe the rapes went down. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, for real. <laughs> Where the soap around <laughs> your was no longer a necessity. I don't know. Oh, man. That, that doesn't seem likely, though. Yeah, I don't know. Seems like it's still pretty rapey out there. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, I was watching 60 Days In. Yeah. And like, you know, you know what's, I love I, that show. I, I love I'm, it too. I am a sucker for fucking jail, you know, drama, fucking whatever. Oh, shows. yeah. Yeah. I think that's the best realism for sure that yeah. you can watch. Uh, you know, you watch it and these guys that tap out, you're like, oh, it's just because they're soft people. And a lot of the time that is true. It is true. They underestimate it. But I was like thinking about it and it's like, no, it's not just that with everybody. Mm-hmm. They know they can go home at any time. Mm-hmm. The regular guys that get thrown in jail, I mean, yeah, a lot of them are tougher. Not all of them. Yeah. But they know they can't leave. Mm-hmm. So it's easier to settle in and deal with it. Yeah. The fact that these people it. show up, they know they can, they can leave at yeah. any time. They're just like volunteering to stay in that shithole. But did you see the one that had the... Uh, is a gigantic fat white guy in the beginning. He's an inmate, a real inmate in the beginning. They just had him enforcing stuff uh, and like beating people up. And it sounded like he was kind of a Lenny. Yeah. He was trying to make friends. And then you find out he's gay. Yeah. Then you find out he was like volunteering to suck dudes dicks all the time. And then like some really, really old black gang member dude was like, come in here, young buck. He's like, look, you doing this shit the wrong way. You come hang out with me. I'm going to help you out. First of all, you got to start charging honey buns, <laughs> bars of soap, something. And he's like, damn, we get some Kool-Aid right with that money. And we put the Kool-Aid on your lips, makes you look more like a woman. He's like, I don't want to look like a woman. He's like, man, they like it more. Trust me. <laughs> then you make more honey buns. And then that dude was just little. They had, oh, dude, they had the fucking the, the night footage when all the lights are off. And he's like coming in. He's like, hey, what's up? And like, I'm sleeping. What's up? And he's like, you want your dick suck? What's up? And the guy, no, I'm good. And he's like, all right, well, you know where to find me. Just walking cell to cell in the dark. Whatever, whatever. So, and that guy's big. And he was beating people up so he can get some clout in the gang. And like totally owning that shit. I'm guessing raping is still pretty, pretty efficient in there. Probably doing a lot of raping still, yeah. Yeah, that's probably true. It's, you know, it's got to be frustrating for the guys that are putting that program on in the jail. Mm -hmm. Because like the whole idea, because yeah, they do know they can go home at any time. And some of them are like, vacation yeah <laughs> you know what i mean and so they're yeah. like i know i can go home and so they do really fucking quick or then there's the guys that are overconfident they're like i know i can do this shit and so they like end up making way too many deals and shit and like get themselves in too deep and they're like i gotta go home now yeah <laughs> you know? oh yeah really two sides of that spectrum <laughs> i gotta go home before i'm in here for a long time <laughs> speaking of this is super gross and i was like debating i'll bring it up uh, something else i learned about jail so have you ever heard of a glock dookie Nope. So, <laughs> so I actually like originally saw it on a video and it was like these dudes that just got out of jail that were talking about it. Cause like 
there's certain things you get to the charge. Like, I think rape, if you get caught raping dudes, like they've now in certain states made that that crime that charge so high that they like that, like a lot of people aren't even risking that unless you're gay, gay, and you're like I'm in here for life. You can charge me whatever you want. We just banging. We just we banging. ain't raping. We banging. But these these dudes were talking about Glock Dookies, and then it showed like groups of like a bunch of different dudes in different videos all bringing the same thing up. Glock Dookie is oh, is where okay. you take a uh, an empty thing of toothpaste and you start filling it full of all the gross like shit, like every bodily fluid you can, and they pack it in there and they put that yeah they hold that fucker ready to spray it at you like give me your fucking you know give me your goddamn fucking your soups, and if someone doesn't do it they're like ah and they start spraying you with this shit. <laughs> and they called it Glock Dookie because like, apparently you can legit hold people at fucking gunpoint with this thing. Glock Dookie. It's not a high point. <laughs> that was pretty good. <laughs> not make... the high point of your day, for no, sure. No, no, no. Uh, I kind of want to own a high point with a dollar. I want I want to get one of the, the rifles. Uh, do you know they sell them in 10 mil? Yeah. That's yeah, all what I've seen is a 10. 10, I've seen... Uh... Imagine 5.56. Five, I think it's all, I think they're all carbines. I think they're all fucking uh, pistol calibers. I think they saw them in a 9, a 45, and a 10. Really? Yeah. I was looking at them for a while because they're super affordable. Ridiculously affordable. And they look... Well, it's high point. <laughs> yeah. Well, they look like fucking Halo guns. So, <laughs> for 150 Jeez. bucks, I'll own one. <laughs> I think they're like or like 180 when I was looking at them. I mean, you can't... Brand new why from not? Website. Yeah. Why not own that? Yeah. With like a bunch of different weird finishes and shit. <laughs> they're all like fucking hydro dipped and shit. I hate hydro dipping as a goofy finish. as fuck, dude. I would get it though. Hydro dip stretches around curves and it looks like shit. But if if you're buying a fucking high point rifle, dude, why not? Why not? You know? What would you okay? What would you hydro yours in then? What would your graphic be? Um, it'd be hundred dollar bills, but with uh, Tweety Bird as the president. I mean, you're really throwing back to like yeah. eighth grade Walmart PJs. Yep, because that's what belongs on that fucking gun. Uh, I don't know what I would do. Or like gangster SpongeBob. That'd be rad. Yeah. I might go like, like all over print Coast Guard logos. Oh, yeah. That's not bad. Yeah. I don't know, dude. With dildo know. foregrip. <laughs> dude, maybe just like, re- like, like repaint the whole thing so it looks like something out of Rick and Morty. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, yeah. It's my portal gun, bitch. But bam, afterlife. You'd have, yeah, you'd have to attach some weird shit to that. Mm-hmm. Like way too many lights. Yeah. <laughs> I need all the lights. To just wrap it in Christmas lights just all the way around it. <laughs> like, you can't even eject rounds. Uh, it's, I, man, it's weird to think, like, it, because, like, the climate and guns nowadays, like, I instantly go, like, a carbine and fucking 10 mil? I can't afford it. Like, oh, I can afford the gun, not the bullets. Yeah. Uh, 10 still kind of hard to find, man. Especially the uh, the hard cast lead uh, bear rounds. Mm-hmm. Like, those 220, 240 grain ones. It's getting hard to find 30 out 6 now. Which is weird because mm-hmm. Odd Six was available like the last like all year pretty much. Mm-hmm. But people are moving away from it in general, like as far as like buying new Odd Six rifles. So it's like they're phasing out. I think. I mean, it makes sense. We have like the trends in calibers. I mean, seven mm seven mm came back super hard mm-hmm. um, with like the uh, the short mags, the ultra mags. That was a big thing for a while. Um, Creed more now. There's more more than one type of six point five. Yeah, the Creedmoor jumped super hard. Yeah, I think that has a lot Flat to do with shooter. it. I think that's a lot. I think it's a lot of guys that were shooting out six that bought those. Mm-hmm. I mean, I remember when 300 Win Mac was the shit. And then guys were like, I'd like to take more than just half this deer home. <laughs> Dude, it's almost time to go do some, uh, some camping in the woods. It's always time to do camping in the woods. Well, I mean, you know, get bloody, do the fun stuff. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, that was debating on going out tonight. I got wind on a a, a decent sized bull that somebody saw not too oh, far yeah. from here. So thought about doing an evening hunt. Hell yeah! I camped yeah. in a yurt this weekend. Yeah, how'd that go? I saw the, the picture you showed me. I was like, "That's a tent," and he opens the front of it. I'm like, "That's a that's home." A Tardis. Yeah, that yeah. thing was fucking huge on the inside, man. Huge, multiple beds. It was pretty dope. Uh, pretty affordable. It's like a group thing too. Yeah. But um, yeah, it was a pretty cool little spot. It was an Airbnb. I've never done the glamping thing before. It was really mm-hmm. cool to just like go. Didn't have to set up anything. And then the next, it's like leaving a hotel room. Mm-hmm. That was rad. I didn't have to break down camp the next morning. <laughs> Uh, that's the one thing I'm going to miss about like camping in the blazer was to be able to like go just throw my chairs and cooler in the truck and fucking leave. And I'll deal no, with that shit get one of those, those pop up the tent uh, bed campers, mm-hmm. you know, it just looks like a, a topper basically, but it's like a man, a the camper price setup. on those, they're, they're sick, well over though. a thousand. Ooh, pretty sick though. Yeah, but I can just take my tent I already have and throw it on the ground. Don't be wrong. And this is, I've brought this up to other people and they're like, no, that's not a problem. But I feel like they're lying because they spent the thousand dollars, which mm. is. Uh, in the woods, if you put your tent on the ground, you have a way better chance of not dealing with wind. Yeah. But you put it on top of a truck, I imagine that it's going to, you're going to have a wind issue here and there. My thought about it is that you've got the, you know, two and a half feet of, of truck bed to block the wind. So mm-hmm. you've got like a solid wall on at least two sides, probably, well, probably four sides. You're going to be above the truck bed though. Well, I think they sit down. I think the, like there's a shell that kind of goes on top of the rails. I haven't seen those and then. It, then. It's because you get like the full... You can get like the ones that go on top, of like a Jeep or whatever. That's what I was on, thinking. Yeah, yeah, on top, on top. But they, these ones, like they like they look like a they look like a topper, mm-hmm. basically, and they mm. just like open up, so you have all the the use of. You can put it on a platform, you know. So if you wanted to have storage room, but you you have uh, like those air mattresses you can buy that go around the wheel wells and shit. Yeah, that's a cool setup. I'll but it's probably it one of those things that, that looks cooler in it. Like those things always look cooler in an advertisement. Or like, look how functional this is, you know. Does look cool though. I'll have to look into it. That shit gets me sometimes. Cool gadgets are cool. <laughs> uh, I, got, I still have like a list to tell I gotta buy for this truck. I need to level the front end, do a leveling kit. And I'm like pushing it back, trying to save money, but I need fucking decent tires yeah. before winter hits. Like those street tires that came with ain't fucking doing nothing. I'll be goddamn ice skating over here. I'm trying not to overspend because there's a bunch of shit I'm putting on. Like it's just from building trucks, man. Like a mental list. Like I could do this and this and this. I need to replace the headlights with LEDs though. Even brand new, yeah. There's, I mean, I, halogens would be better than that because we have so many fucking deer here. It's kind of a departure, but are you doing a ice rink again this year? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I I'm like trying that. to figure out how to do it wider. But if I go, because I want to go, you don't need that backyard. Just... It's a hill. <laughs> that's true. Okay, bigger forms. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's the problem too. Yeah. If I go like a foot closer to where the fire pit was, which is what I want to do, I want to have it a little bit wider so I can put the uh, my net in, and it has the exterior uh, cages. Mm-hmm. So if you miss, it'll hit those and bounce back instead of all the pucks going over the neighbor's yard. I just got all my pucks back. I've got like fifteen in that box over there now. <laughs> that's awesome. The, the one I can't neighbors mowing the yard. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> this goddamn hunk of vulcanized rubber doing my backyard. No, after this many years, they all know already so yeah I did, i've literally been in the backyard like weed eating and just like with headphones in and just looked over and seen like a black puck fly over the fence like all oh, the neighbors fucking mowing this yard <laughs> yeah i'm doing it again this year um we are we entire city's gonna help uh, i'm gonna redo the top of those benches so get rid of that press board and then i'm gonna do plywood and then go and get like a cheap ten dollar can of um bed liner oh yeah and do the tops there you go. Because no one wanted to sit on those fuckers until they started delamming. Yeah, I started sitting in the snow. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, uh, yeah, definitely doing that. Uh, Tyler said he's going to get skates. Uh, Justin is coming back and is going to get skates. So he's at least going to be here for a while. Colton, we did that once last year. 
That guy's always like, we have this in common. You want to hang out? And I'm like, absolutely. And he's like, one time ever. <laughs> he does the same thing that you do and just packs his schedule full of shit. <laughs> and then he overcommits on a lot of stuff. Okay, I do that too. Yeah. yeah. Still. <laughs> Winter's like half the year here, buddy. Fucking get together. Yeah, that's true. That's true. That's a good point. <laughs> we got to get him on. Point. When are we going to do that? Uh, I talked to him yesterday. Um, I think he said he's he was busy today and Tuesday. So probably next Sunday. Okay. Bring on the Viking. The old old Viking ninja. I think I'm free next Professional Sunday. axe thrower extraordinaire. I know. We got to talk about that. Professional. I know. Yeah. He's like on the fucking boards and shit. It's remember, pretty cool. Remember when I bent the blade on his nice throw? Yes, I do. It wasn't my fault. It went in between boards and hit a nail. It just still. randomly found a nail. <laughs> Dude, I good. was so sad. A little, I did like great the whole day. And he's like, throw it underhand. I'm like, man, if I miss, I'm going to fuck this up. And he's like, you're good. I threw it underhand and it stuck in the board, hit a nail and bent the blade on his nice hatchet. I'm like, I'm like Simon Birch, I'm sorry. I think it was brand new too. I think that's the one he bought for Rachel. It was like literally like a week old or something yeah, like that. Yeah, that sucked. <laughs> and then that chick was there who everybody told me was a lesbian and was having a kid with a girl, which I don't know how that works. And uh, later on, science. Later on, come to find out, not a lesbian and hooks up with this dude. After like, like, it was like a week or two where I'm like, I'm going to reach out to this chick. Fuck, if she's a lesbian or not, I'll piss her off. I don't care. And then I missed my fucking opportunity and come to find out, not a lesbian. It's like half. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. No, it, it's fucking, that shit is fun though. We should, we should go and do, I mean, I guess we did a live stream from there one time from the other oh, place. Oh yeah. That was a long time ago. Yeah. We should go in and do another, uh, another segment. Cause that's just a, that's a fun thing to do. It's, yeah. There's something about throwing axes cause it's like, it starts but more aggressive, mm-hmm. you know? <laughs> I feel right. I feel right, Brian. Yeah. Plus yeah. it's like way easier than darts. Mm-hmm. Way easier than dice. I had a roommate that I didn't find out later on was on meth. Uh, he he would volunteer to drive me to he bars. He played darts 14 hours a day. It was crazy. Uh, 100%. Uh, <laughs> he was actually a good buddy of mine. But he, like, he'd show up like once a month and hang out for a weekend, pay rent, and take off for another month. Mm-hmm. Okay. It worked out. That's not bad. But he'd be like, you want to go to the bar? And I'm like, oh. and he'd be like, you want to drink beers, right? And I'm like, oh, okay, that sounds good. He'd drive me to a bar. He wouldn't drink at all. I'd get sloshed, drunk, and play darts with him. He At one point, uh, the dart machines, he had all the high scores in the entire town. Of like 15 Damn. bars. And he hit almost all of them every night. And that guy was really good. But the amount of technique, dude, to be consistent is yeah. fucking hard. Oh, yeah. And then you find out, she's like, not everybody's going for the bullseye every time. So that's not actually like the way to get the most points. Mm-hmm. Like, Yeah, depending on the game you're playing and all that yeah. shit. Yeah. And not to say, because I mean, there's a ton of technique. Watching the guys that are actually serious about throwing axes is ridiculous. Mm-hmm. It is ridiculous. Because I, when I went to that comedy show with Colton. Uh, um. <laughs> It was the it was Colton and the guy that owned the place that were throwing together, mm-hmm. and they're like, "Well, why don't you join leagues?" I'm like, "I watch you guys, and I feel very inadequate." <laughs> yeah. <You know? laughs> Plus, man, because we almost did at one point that yeah. I, I just realized I was like, "Dude, I got other shit going on. That's just that, yeah. it's a lot of traveling and shit." They do, you know, it would actually be a fun video. They do um, marathon league, which is just one day. They mm-hmm. do do an, an entire league run, a whole bracket in one day. Holy shit, and that'd be cool. That would be fun because, like, it's like eight or 10 hours, you're not throwing the whole time, you know, you're waiting yeah. for your turn for a good portion of the time. So you're just socializing with everybody else and shit. And like, that would be, you'd probably have some good interviews and shit out of that. Mm-hmm. But that might be a, that might be a thing we can do. This yeah. place is cool too. It's cause this is the newer building you haven't been to. It's mm-hmm. a different company. Oh, okay. Yeah. This one's called American Axe. Uh, I've seen the ads up for it on Facebook. I think it's pretty dope. Cause yeah, it's like in an old church and it's all painted black and the upstairs, like the, 
the boards are upstairs. Mm-hmm. I don't know, it's it's a pretty pretty cool setup. You know, I was thinking if we did go and do a live stream at like one of those events, mm-hmm. the way to do it is to watch like one of the early guys and find the one that's probably a scoundrel, but mm-hmm. he's doing really good at axe throwing, and he goes like first in the day, knowing he got like eight to ten hours. Then we get that guy to sit down and we give him whiskey. Oh, and then I know yes. it's like Steve, it's your turn. And he's like, fuck, all right, and hops up and he just starts like hitting people with hatchets and shit. Shit, dude, we can just bring a couple flasks and do that mm-hmm. and make everybody feel like we're just talking to them. Yeah. And then just get a bunch of people sauced up on the sly. Yeah, dude. Bro, that's a great idea. Dude, that is like the coolest version of Sabotage. It's like, I'm also like, I want everybody to win. I'm not, I don't want to bomb well, the event, well, but I want to make it fun. Field as much as we can. Also, Colton's sober, so we can kind of tilt the whole we game back towards our, him. Back our boy, dude. Yeah. We'll sponsor just him. Just get everybody else all sloshied. Yeah, put him in a fucking black and green uh, jersey. Is your CNC machine at work? Is that a bit driven or is yeah. that laser? Ah, fuck. If we had a laser one, we could engrave, laser engrave on his hatchet. Yeah, I can't do that. You can't do it on the handle? I don't think so. Ah, fuck. All right, Colton. So now you're going to be using a two by four as a hatchet handle, right? <laughs> but I've got a screwdriver and a hammer. We can make this happen. Fuck yeah. <laughs> it's traditional. <laughs> that would actually be a lot of fucking fun. We should definitely do that. Dude, we'll get everybody. Dude, we'll just hand out like edibles and shit. Oh, dude. Just dose a bunch of people. Dude, we'll get, we'll get a bunch of mushrooms, grind them up, we'll make some fucking Reese's Cups, we'll hand those fuckers out too. This is starting to sound like a really good video that ends on us going to jail. <laughs> Which is Worth not it. very far away from the actual. I know. <laughs> All right, boys, walk down the road. Let's yeah. go. It's like a two block. Two you block know walk. where it is. Yep. March. <laughs> Fuck. Okay, I'm going to find out when the next one of those is. We're going to do that shit. Mm-hmm. That sounds so fucking funny. If we can just corner everybody individually and make them think we're the only person that they're dude we'll, we'll be this. it'll be like uh what is that uh, espn's like three the ocho oh we'll, yeah we'll be the we'll just have like a booth in the back we'll do commentary and get shit housed yes bold strategy cotton see if it pays off for him yes fuck that sounds awesome that almost sounds way better than competing in anything. I mean, it definitely sounds better than competing. That sounds like work. <laughs> be like, you know, we're here to uh commentate for obscure sports quarterly <laughs> dude they would have no idea. Okay. All right. So watch out for that. It's coming to YouTube soon. Yep. Oh, fuck yeah, bud. Yeah. Fuck yeah. Oh, fuck. What else, dude? Well, Seahawks are on today. I'm pretty excited about that. They're on today? Mm-hmm. What time? You going to watch them on Amazon Prime? No, that's... Fuck, is that Monday? I think Monday. So, I thought it was Sunday Night Football. I don't know. It's, I can't remember. I don't know. You it's on it too, though. You guys it's name your stuff. It's a lot. Yeah. I don't like that. That's Honestly, I feel like it's a... It gives them. I know people have been saying that that broadcast is is fun. I didn't catch last week's, mm-hmm. but like they do a bunch of like weird kind of like augmented reality overlays and shit. And which is like, I just don't. I just want to watch football. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I thought that the Nickelodeon ones were kind of fun. Did you see any of those from last year? But they had Nickelodeon was sponsoring. I think Thursday Night Football, so they would they would do it on whatever channel it was already on, and then they would also do one on Nickelodeon where they had like low hanging fruit. <laughs> it was pretty funny though, like because yeah. they would have like like sliming <sighs> people. Like yeah, but it was, but it was it, yeah, but it was yeah, it was all AR, so mm-hmm. it wasn't like or like uh, I'd kick a field goal and it would be SpongeBob would be inside the fucking uprights. Oh my god! Like it was, it's it's ridiculous, and and like every once in a while you'd catch like characters running across the field and shit. Like it was just some goofy stuff, but it was funny. It'd be cool to see once. And like for like if you're watching with your kid and you just want to watch the game and they won't shut up, they might shut up. You know what it I mean? might help. <laughs> it might, might help. help. It might help. Yeah. It's a funny idea. And I think it's like, that was probably their way to like try and reach out to some younger kids, try and bring them in. 
uh, get them interested. It sounds like drug dealing. It does. Yeah. yeah. Get them hooked while they're young. Yeah. Well, drug dealers are really good at business. It's weird because most of them, the not up about, and maybe down. some of them. The up and down in viewership with football, too, because there have been certain years which is really low in the mm-hmm. past, like, five. but Comparatively low. Yeah. It still usually kills everything else on TV, which is ridiculous. Well, and, like, you know, look at hockey with the 82 games or 81 games, 82 or 81. I'm going to get a fucking message from Justin over this. Yep. They literally, like, the episode came out last time. By the way, I drink while I do this podcast. I'm usually worn out. I don't fact check my shit. This is all bro science half the time, and I don't fucking care. So quit yeah. sending me messages, everybody. Like, actually, this is not an educational it, podcast. Honestly, if that's what you assumed we were, you're, <laughs> you're fucking stupid. Dude, I got one the other day. It was really like, well, actually, uh, the NHL does actually. give one one day uh, contract, so we'll probably see more of that. And I'm like, Justin, have to put his fedora on. Oh, hundred percent. Well, actually, as he tightens his fucking neckerchief, gives a good scratch oh, to the neck beard. That guy should have gotten into <laughs> soccer. Dude, I remember originally, like, he was, I love you, buddy, but I'm getting you. Because uh, I, I, I live I live uh, near him for, like, six, seven years. And, like, during that time, I was trying to get him to watch hockey. And you know, Justin, when he saw stuff, you've been around, I ain't watching no fucking time. goddamn pussy fucking sports, all right? And then he'd, like, get drunk and brag about soccer. And I'd be like, well, no, like, hockey does this. Like, well, it's kind of like soccer, but it's not because soccer does this. And I'm like, I don't fucking care about soccer. And then, like, the year I leave... Apparently, he misses me and decides to put hockey on for the first time. Now, he's the biggest hockey nerd in the goddamn world. So and he's like, he's like, oh, I don't know if you saw this. It's like insider information. But uh, on Spit and Chicklets, I'm like, if it's a public podcast, it's not insider information. Like the, God damn the it. biggest public podcast <laughs> in that in that category, too. <laughs> Dude, uh, and like hockey fans get like... Uh, way, we're only talking a little shit. A little shit. We're I not, love you. you know. Know. Oh, dude. I still have your blood on a shirt that I wear frequently. That's dope, dude. Yeah, well, I had to tie dye it though. <laughs> you know what really grinds? By the way, I love Justin Rance because he gets me sometimes. Really grinds my gears about this fucker is uh, so like me and him have been playing NHL online since I think NHL sixteen, and now twenty three is coming out. Yeah, so we've got years and years. I mean, like literally having this like uh, making our own teams and have, we've only had two different team names. Uh, the Muff Riders was the first team we had that transferred from game to game to game. Hell we yeah. just kept making them. And now we're the punch drunks. Hell yeah. And that's like two or three versions of the game now. And so we have a lot of time this year. Uh, when I built the last hockey rink where it was like, actually not just like a scrimmage spot where like we could play, play there. Yeah. I stopped playing online Yeah, and him, my brother did. And it was like six months of me not playing. And they're just like, I don't know why you won't fucking come play hockey. You're in ice skating in your goddamn backyard. I'm like, I'm the only one playing hockey. <laughs> they're like, oh, well, it's your backyard. I'm like, it doesn't make ice where you live. Yeah. Like, it's I, Tyler's backyard, too. Dude, they're making fun of me because I was I, I put down the sticks and picked up the actual hockey stick. It was Brett's out, time. out there trying to work on his triple axle. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> dude, oh, he pissed me off so much the other day. He's pulling on the leotard. I, uh, I tried to get him to start a roller hockey team with me because that's all they had up there. And there was a league and yeah. shit. And he's like, I ain't putting on no fucking fruit boot bullshit. Man, like, I loved roller hockey when I was a kid, though. This that year. was awesome. This year, he's like, man, I think we might put together. I mean, like, dude, hear me out. Fucking roller hockey team. And I'm like, go fuck yourself. Oh. Go fuck yourself. <laughs> now I just make fun of him for him. Like, oh, you going to put on your fucking fruit boots and fucking go out and do your triple axle sow cow. We'll send you a helmet decal, pal. Oh, that guy ain't wearing a fucking helmet. <laughs> that guy's the damage is done. <laughs> Dude, speaking of punch drunk, that fucking clip you showed me or you sent me from of a uh, fucking shab on uh, Theo's podcast. Oh man, holy uh, fuck! 
He's trying to so Theo, as white and southern as he is, his dad actually is from Nicaragua. That's totally true. And his dad was like seventy something when he was born. So he like he even says like when my dad when I was born, my dad was like, well, I got shit to teach you, and it's easier if we're not friends. <laughs> so like. He was talking about if he did another special, he wanted to do it in Nicaragua. And you can see Brandon Schaub just start to grin weird. His like gears are turning. He's like, oh, Nick, Nicaraguan. And he's like, whoa, Nicaraguan. Whoa, dude. He's like, what? <laughs> like, he's like, let's try not to get canceled right now. He's he like, his- I'll let you try that one again. But. <laughs> let's see how racist this goes. Oh, God, dude. That's what that's what I was going to bring up earlier. Uh, so King and the Sting podcast, when that came out, I was like, man... It's based on a shitty, a shitty joke premise. I didn't like because like they're like, Brennan said that Theo looks like a rat king because the way his face looks, and it's a shitty comeback. He's like, you're the bee sting king because you're all fucking swole up and look stupid, look like you're stung <laughs> by a bunch of bees. Oh, that's funny though. Well, but they made a podcast based on that. That's yeah. where King the Sting comes from. And originally, it was those two, and then a bunch of their friends get canceled, and the amount of ads too. It's almost oh, more yeah. ads than anything else. So it was obvious it was one of Brennan's money grabs again. Yeah. But Theo was just gold. Well, and now it's the the king and the sting and the wing and sometimes the sing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that bullshit. I mean, don't be wrong. Eric Griffin's fucking hilarious. Oh, fuck yeah. Although, I don't like that everything he says is based on race. It's like, that guy's really funny. I've seen him on other stuff, but he's, he kind of... It's a character it. thing, and it's funny it because it's never like that pointed. No, you know? no. And then when you look at Cristalia, yeah. and all he does is make fun of what other people say they like. Yeah. That's like his thing. Yeah. But it was over-diluted really bad and uh, definitely became a money grab. Theo just walked off. Really? Forever. Brandon cried. Like, big teddy bear cried. Oh, I'm going to have to go find that when I get home. Uh, so I saw the clip first, and then I listened to the whole episode. And um, in the beginning of the episode, before Theo even says anything, he's just like, yeah, it'd be cool if we did this. And Brandon's like, well, if we did that, would you stay? And it got really weird and quiet. And Theo's like, so anyway. Uh, and then it got Ooh, to the point that's where... That's dude that just got broken up with, and he's trying to figure out how to make it work. Oh, yeah. Oh, no. Eighth grade style. And then they got to the point. This is where, just a really bad time for me. I'm going through a lot. You can't. You can't just give me. Just give me a couple more months. Theo's uh, goodbye to four years of doing oh, the podcast oh, lasted two minutes, two full minutes, and he was not very. Most of that was stalled out because Brennan was crying and trying to bring more stuff up to keep the conversation going. And Theo was just like, "I'm fucking done." So did like, Brennan not know that was happening before he said it on? They on knew the because he he said that in the okay. beginning. So I knew he knew at least um, from the before they started recording. Damn, dude. But he st- as soon as they brought Dalia in and all that, like Theo stopped coming as much. Then he moved to Nashville. And then he just like didn't want to be a part of it. And like on other podcasts, you can see Theo like throwing Brandon under the bus. A little bit, yeah. Because I, I, mean, I, mean, I know what you're talking about. I've heard, I've heard those interviews. And it never seemed too like... That's not malicious. Yeah, he wasn't just trashing the guy. But, but there you was can like, tell he knows. Where yeah. It's like, God damn it. Yeah. He, Cause like now, well, his fucking um, what what's what's the the one that he does on his own the this weekend this past weekend this past weekend that's a great show. Ooh, it, I stopped listening to it because I can't listen to Theo slowly kill himself. Yeah, that's I, I listen, that's tough. I used to listen to every one, and man, that's I don't a listen. Sad that's guy. not when I listen to every one. I listen to the ones that like if I see a guest pop oh, up yeah, that yeah. I really like, those I'll, are great. I'll listen to that, especially with someone that he re- like the one that he did with Bobby Lee recently because mm-hmm. they're really good friends, and that so that's so a fun funny. episode to listen to. And they get really real with each other, and like that's cool. Yeah. You know what I mean? But yeah, I, I can't. You're, you're right. I can't listen to every episode of anything that Theo does, even mm-hmm. though I love that guy to death. Yeah, it sucks. I, I, he's one of my favorite. I think he's better on podcasts than he is in his specials. Yeah. Uh, he's well, so especially funny. recently. I think that mm-hmm. he's like his first one was great, and that's the one his, he hates the most. Yeah. Well, and to his credit, I think that he's like 
you, you really can't say that he's getting healthier. It's hard to like speculate on someone's mental health anyway, but, um, he's falling into like, it seems like he's more comfortable with himself in conversation mm-hmm. now. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so he's like a little bit more capable as an interviewer. Yeah. Oh, he's getting way better yeah. at it. Um, yeah, I, he's, I have a list of guys that I think are, I mean, don't be wrong. Theo Vaughn's very popular. Mm-hmm. Um, I think just like Mitch Hedberg that he's not, he, when he dies, people are going to understand who he was and he's mm-hmm. going to get way more pop. Steve Ranella. Mm-hmm. Um, I, cause right now everyone only like for some reason, which is, cause I've listened to a lot of him, him talking to, and I've read some of his stuff. Uh, a lot of people just think he's this redneck guy that loves hunting. And once you've listened to enough hours of him talk and you've read some of his stuff and you actually know his life and he's. I mean, that guy was literally like met a woman who was going to school in New York and decided to leave his yeah. hunting uh, his hunting area and go live with her in New York City and was literally like scouting out birds out the window and shit. But like he's very well spoken, very smart. Um, the way he speaks of the outdoors is not what we were raised on, which is like fucking shoot him. Like mm. it's he's he's very well written, very smart, awesome guy. And I think that's another guy when he passes away, people will actually like see below the thir- the surface of his content and because he's kind of a. He talks a lot about philosophy and just uses mm-hmm. the outdoors as like a way to express it. A hundred percent. You know? Yeah. Yeah. And so that's, that's something I can appreciate. And, and that'll go over a lot of people's heads if they're not listening for the message. Uh, yeah, exactly. Uh, especially like hunting shows when we grew up or like the hunting mentality growing up is way different yeah. than it is now. And I like where it is now. I mean, we get, oh yeah. Bonesaw is ready. Well, I grew up in a, in a much more like um, conservation aware type environment yeah i didn't that was like that was always and that's something i'll always appreciate my dad for is that's that was very and remains very important Mm -hmm. to him um so like ethics were like you know making sure hunting ethics were instilled was like a big deal to him and i appreciate that a lot because i mean that's something i can pass down to my son Mm -hmm. one of my favorite books is like you know this thick it's like a quarter inch thick it's it's um uh, beyond fair chase did you have to read that Mm -mm. ever really fucking good book um, it was, I think it was required reading for my hunter's ed class when I was really? 10 or 11. No oh, shit. That's and cool. I don't think it is anymore. I actually gave my copy to my little cousin when he started hunting. Cause I was like, this is important. I'll buy another copy for river eventually. Cause oh, it's just, yeah. it's a, it's a good book. Get one, it for get Jack, one for Jack for sure. For sure. Cause um, it's, it's a lot about like, yeah, it's, it's all hunting ethics based, but, but mm-hmm. like that's, that's, that's what I get from Steve, you know, oh, that's, that's yeah, very important exactly. to him. And so I appreciate the things that he has to say because I can. The, the message is there. You know what I mean? Did you, uh, did you ever hear him talk about the way he wants to die? Uh, I don't, maybe. Yeah. He, and it's funny cause he didn't say it for a shock value thing, but it shocked everybody in the room. Cause those are all people that are trying to ride his coattails a little bit, being on mm-hmm. the podcast, get whatever they do out there. But mm-hmm. he wants to be taken by a grizz. You know, that's my grandpa said that my whole mm-hmm. life. And it's one of those things you only hear from one of your family members that means a lot to you. you I know, know man. And fuck you. Stay out of the woods, you crazy fuck. But those are also people that have spent a lot of time alone in the yeah. back country. And yeah. yeah. Well, and, and really, that that's it's kind of a romantic, like, you know, this is what I've spent my life doing, and that's the way I deserve to go out kind of thing. You know, yeah, I was like, a predator, predator, but there's always a bigger predator. Yep. And it's not like a, I want to go through the experience of dying that no. way, but in you know afterwards, like, that'd be the way I want my, my book to end. It just seems kind of fair. Yeah, it, yeah, it was just like the fact that he has sat on many mountaintops alone, glassing and seen bears take down deer and elk and moose and seen them roam. And he respects them so much. Yeah. But he's been sharing that environment with them, both going after the same prey. And it's like, mm-hmm. if I meet my end, like I would rather be like, I lost that fight. Yeah. Today, I wasn't the big bear on the ridge and yeah. I, I get taken that way. Yeah. I respected that uh, For a sure. lot. Yeah. That's a... Whew. 
That would be a rough way to go. Though. Oh, you're, it's that not fast. <laughs> My fucking God. You, yeah, you have to just hope he just crushes your head. Right oh, yeah. Puts that, oh, yeah. puts that paw on your head and crushes <laughs> it first. Otherwise, you're just grabbing his jowls. It's like, I know. <laughs> I'm trying to convince him, man. I know you want to go butthole first. Yeah. I, I ate some good stuff today. Yeah. And my mouth smells good. Uh-huh. <laughs> Brush yeah. my teeth for you. But oh, uh, yeah, I didn't. I didn't grow up in a in a heavily heavily conservation. God, that was hard to spit out. Conservation oriented hunting environment. Um, my dad did preach it a little bit, um, but the practice was never there. Mm. Um, his his mindset was more of like it's not poaching if we're hungry, which is is I, also a positive thing. I, agree I can't on. fault that. That I can't either because we were. I mean, like there it was until him and my mom broke up and he started his like third family. <laughs> Um, we, if we didn't kill a deer that year, uh, at least one, like we were hurting in the winter. Mm-hmm. I mean, we, I, I survived off eating fish sticks, canned peaches and pears and venison. You like fish sticks? In my mouth. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, so like I can definitely respect that. And I still believe that. I mean, literally like we are kind of secluded up here when the pandemic hit, like it was a, a hypothetical thing me and Chase threw around because we were at work and we realized that like now it's harder to find groceries. The tourists aren't coming up here. So it was kind of ghost towny. And it was like, what happens if they won't let us drive? And there's a food shortage. It's like, well, there's no such thing as fucking hunting season. Yeah. I'm never going to like promote poaching, but like At there all. is a difference between. All right. There's this dude that I knew back in the day. I used to work with him. He was uh, an Iraqi guy um, that ended up here because he was a refugee. Mm-hmm. And I remember and this is a, just a kind of a dumb little story that connects to it, but. I walked up into the break room of the place, the warehouse that we were working, and he was like eating somebody's lunch. I was like, bro, what are you doing? I was like, why are you fucking stealing people's food? He's like, I'm hungry. I'm like, yeah, that's not yours. He's like, well, it's not stealing if you're hungry, bro. And I was like, you know, I think I clowned him for it at the moment, but like, that's something, that quote, throwaway quote, he never fucking, that wasn't something he thought about. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. That was just part of how he grew up. And uh, it stuck with me forever. Because like, yeah, you can argue the morality of that to a point. Yeah. But it, if you're hungry, you're hungry. Well, it's There's like stealing so food versus stealing a car. Yeah. It's also very different to go out and take an animal because you're hungry than it is to go out and take an animal for its horns. That's what I was going to leave when toward. You, when you fucking leave that body behind and you, you take your trophy and t- get the fuck out of there and don't tag it, like that is shitty and you should go kill yourself. Yeah, that's 100% bad person shit and you can't fucking defend that and mm. I, will, I won't give you the time of day to try. Yep. At all. Um, me and Chase ran into that last year. Uh, mm-hmm. It wasn't as egregious, but it was egregious nonetheless. Um, I think we posted pictures online. Me and him went uh, went hunting last year and uh, saw saw some animals. Did I mean, I took a shot, a rapid shot off a fucking, I had a doe tag and it ran at me, threw one over its back and I was kind of pissed and we ended up seeing a bull after that, a small spike and we're pushing around, pushing around. We ended up going down in the lower lands and as we're walking through the woods, we look up and we just see a fucking murder of crows. Oh, you like that? Uh, a murder of crows up in the air and we're like what the fuck are they circling because like they're obviously something's dead and we walk over there and it is a giant bull on the ground missing its horns and back straps yeah and not much else i mean that whole necros was there i put my foot on it i put my foot on it and it squeezed and blood came out that's how fresh it was Mm -hmm. and they left i mean there had to have been 50 60 70 pounds at least of meat left on there yeah at, the, at least, yeah. All the rib more. meat. I, I don't think the tenderloins were gone. I think the back quarters were gone. Oh, that's right. They took the back quarters, not the front, not the yeah. neck roast. Yeah, there was, yeah. And that, that shit bums me out, for sure. For yeah. sure. Because that was probably, they probably tagged that elk. They probably took it out, but that's still, that's a shitty way to do that. Yeah. Go buy yourself some fucking steaks, dude. For real, man. Like, I, it's, 
I mean, I remember even as a kid, like I said, like, cause my dad's mindset was more towards that. Mm-hmm. It was like, uh, I remember my first job was, uh, wiping down hanging deer. And then after that, it was, I was meat carrier mm-hmm. and I would carry from the garage into the house. And after that, it was, I would sit with a fucking knife in a rib cage on my table mm-hmm. and get every scrap of meat yeah. from between the ribs. Oh, yeah. And that was all of our jerky right there mm-hmm. or our uh, hamburger meat. Um, and we wasted nothing, mm-hmm. nothing. Yeah. And so seeing that is just, it's fucking sad, man. And we've came so far in bringing these populations back. Mm-hmm. And then just to see there's, there's still people that do that. And from the, the crowds we saw that day, I mean, we were up on top of a ridge sitting on our asses looking for deer. And I can hear a dude that we ended up seeing in a fucking souped up razor with aftermarket fucking pipes. So it's super loud. Just ripping around trails in his fucking brand new Sitka gear. Yeah, that guy sucks. Yeah, it's like you're not fucking hunting. You, it's the same thing as, as not the only are you not hunting, thing. but you're making everything shitty for everybody else. It's fucking pushing the animals everywhere. Yeah. Everything we saw was running. Yeah, and uh, that guy fucking sucks. And he made sure to just be extra douchey when we passed him. Do you uh-huh. remember that? He's like, "Oh, I'm gonna fucking drive up the side of this bank to to stay away." There was definitely more than enough room for oh him to be God. on the same road as us, and he was just showing off and driving off road for no fucking reason. It's just a different version of the Yellowstone thing. Look, yeah. I'm a Montana hunter for the weekend. Yeah. And it's like, no, you're not. You're you. fucking bright red racing razor. Go fuck yourself. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that guy sucks. If that's yeah. you, you suck. Yeah, that was bullshit. But like the conservation thing, I've always, I mean, I, I've always had a little more of a mind of it because I remember even when I was young, young, like my dad, you eat up your dad's propaganda, whether it's positive or negative. Mm-hmm. And I, I remember still being pretty young before I was like, there's something I don't feel right about this. Mm-hmm. And uh, even to like the, like the recreational shooting, the amount of t- beer bottles I shot as a kid, mm-hmm. I have not shot a beer bottle with my son once yeah. in the middle of the woods. You can't pick that shit up. Yeah. Like, we did it all the fucking time. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't do any of that stuff anymore. I mean, I talk ethical shots to my son because my son will be shooting it you know, up to 60. And he's like, Dad, are you going to shoot it, you know, an elk from this distance? And I'm like, I hope not. Yeah. I really hope not because that's we're starting to get to the point where that arrow is in the air long enough where he could jump the string. Yeah. I don't want to hit something in the guts that takes him days to die. It mm-hmm. ruins the meat and the animal fucking suffers. Mm-hmm. I want to, I want right in the engine room or a double lunger. I want him to drop right there. And even Rogan talks about that. He, I think he said he sh- he shoots out to eighty when he's training. And well, training, yeah. I can't remember who he was. Uh, who he was talking to, but they're like, would you, it might've been Burt Kreischer actually. Cause Could I remember been. it was like a weird guest that like had nothing to do with hunting. And so <laughs> we have no, you know, he's like, can you actually shoot something from that far? He's like, well, I mean, I, technically you probably could it's a terrible mm-hmm. idea he's like i wouldn't shoot anything over usually 20 or 30 if i have a chance you know yeah and uh i mean that's like yeah you, you practice at those long distances just so like nothing can surprise you and you have your form down you know mm-hmm. like you're exposed at that range yes you know um but but yeah an ethical hunter is not going to take that shot for like the same reason that you just said you know mm-hmm. there's infinite amount of things that can go wrong that cause you to have a a real fucking bad day of chasing a very small fucking blood trail, mm-hmm. you know, and that's probably if, if you get a blood trail, you know, yeah, that's a good way to kill something for no fucking reason. And that sucks. And for the people out there that, that don't hunt or have never been around hunting or seeing someone drop an animal, like ethical shot means, it means a lot, not just in the animal suffering, but like you said, like if you're going to put an animal through that, you better be taking that meat home and using it and making that worth it. Mm-hmm. Uh, when I was 12, I think, I was in a stand with my dad, and uh, we made, someone was in his blind, and I had my stand, mm-hmm. and then so he was like, well, I guess, you know, it's my fucking buddy's dad, I can't yell at him, you know, it's fucking like, he's an old guy. Yeah. So we let him take the, take the blind, and uh, there was a big, it was a homemade stand, 
It had a big ass tree limb to the center of it. And so he's like, all right, anything that comes on the left side of this limb is mine. And it's on the right side is yours. And I'm like, well, I know exactly what's going to happen with my fucking luck. And it did. You know, I walked through the trees around and came in close within 20 on his side. But when he shot it, he hit, I thought he hit one of the lungs, but it turned. And it, I knew it came out the lower section above his rear hip, the other side. So he hit him diagonal. And we looked and looked and looked and, and couldn't find much blood. And I remember being smart enough and young, when I was that young to, to look on the other side of down trees. Yeah. And the reason being is when you hit an animal like that, there's a chance that their guts will plug the, the exit wound. And no shit, I was looking on the other side of trees because I knew he was hopping over these down and I, behind every, that's where we found him. Behind every down tree was a pool of blood. And I went from tree to tree to tree and we ended up finding him. But just because that animal turned. So it's like everything's got to be perfect. Yeah. Oh, fuck, man. You're giving me a, wood bo- a woods boner. You're giving me a wood boner. You're giving me a, a woods woody. <laughs> <laughs> mahogany man pipe oh <laughs> yeah we got to get back out there though yeah. I, i'm excited about it man that picture pops over once while i'm like fuck i missed doing that i know i put my gear on the other day just to like make sure i had it all and i wasn't <laughs> yeah. too fat this year you know <laughs> <laughs> put those fucking kuyu pants on. i'm like oh fuck me wood oh, ninja dude. i know <laughs> tyler went with me last time and like he was like oh man i don't think i have all my shit out of storage and i'm like i might have some stuff and i realized i've slowly gotten enough where he was able to wear like my spare sitka oh, pants yeah. and like yeah it was rad. We had a good time. It just, man, he got to get a fucking bow in his hands. Because mm-hmm. both of us were raised, like, that's the thing. We were more archers than we were archery hunters as mm-hmm. kids. It was every day after school, we had to shoot our bows for an hour straight every single day. And on the weekends, we shot in the backyard with our friends. Mm-hmm. Um, we uh, Growing up, we always had an archery range. And the best one we ever had is when we moved from the woods into town, which is weird, mm-hmm. but uh, it's the only time I've seen it. There was a thing called a fire lane that went in between the neighborhood. So er- like, there was a, a space between your back fence and then the neighbor on the uh, behind you. And it was uh, overgrown grass, but it was just like, an, like a grass alley kind of. And they were like, all right, like no one can put shit out there. You can't block it because just in case all these houses get lit on fire, a fire truck has to go through there. My dad's like, all right, cool. It instantly started stacking hay bales. He's like, we can go to 80 fucking 90 out here. So every day I'd walk through my back fence. I would shoot in between everybody's back fences. But we always had something to shoot. So he's, he's definitely like the kicking. He can shoot a bow. Fuck yeah. We just need to get one in his hand. So uh, the only thing for sale around here is fucking left-handed bows. That's weird. Yeah. Huh. Mm-hmm. All lefties. All the way to Missoula, Billings, to fucking Spokane. Because I've been Man. looking for them. Because, I mean, 600 bucks for a two-year-old bow is amazing. That's half price. Mm-hmm. And the technology's not making leaps and bounds anymore. Yeah. Small changes. Yep. Well, I could probably, maybe next weekend, I can get out and go up to Lone Pine with you or something. That'd be cool. Yeah. That could probably be do- doable. Did I tell you I ended up getting, a uh, like, a modified schedule so I can go to all Rivers... Uh, practices no but that's awesome yeah so they're letting me go in like an hour and a half early so i can take off early and take them to class i want to go one of these days just walk in check it out and plus i'll root, root river on yeah yeah be rad yeah yeah it's kind of weird because i mean i think this is smart but they don't allow the kids they, they don't allow the parents in the same room as the kids i think that's awesome because i have to deal with the opposite yeah it's it was a I mean, it was a bunch of hoity-toity moms sitting in this waiting room with us. Yeah. And we were too fucking excited. We didn't want to talk to anybody. We were just watching a kid on the fucking screen, you know? Mm-hmm. One of the coolest goddamn moments of my life, though, because, like, you don't get to see him walk into the room. He was, like, standing in the doorway off camera talking to his, his coach for a little while. Yeah. And then just, like, watching his little blonde ass walk into the onto the floor. I'm like, fuck yeah! It was, like, the one, like, big boy moment. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. he's doing his own thing in there right now. I have nothing to do with this. I can't, like, I this is him. You know yep. what I mean? He's on his own. That was cool as shit. 
Yeah. They, uh, I don't know if you know this. There's, um, cause I'm dealing with that right now with Jack being at school mm. and there's a, uh, uh, program called Dojo links to it. Uh, see that little branch right there. It's called Dojo and the teachers use it now and it's a social media platform that the parents can, can do. And so like I get notifications on my phone where the teacher just posts random pics of what they're doing during the day. That's kind of cool. So it's almost like a candid view of seeing him at school. Yeah. But dude, like seeing like him walking, like walking to school by himself with the backpack on as a small adult man. Boy, that's a double-edged sword for the teachers. Yeah. Now all these know, parents like, have direct access to these poor fucking that's teachers. That's what I think too. Oh my God. Those poor women and men and men and men. I didn't have very many male teachers. <laughs> um, I, I, had, I, I had two or three my whole school career. When I went, when I was uh, living in Keno, Oregon, the, I've talked about before, it was it literally was a Y shaped road. And our, uh, in the center of the Y was the elementary school. We had a gas station, a market, the side that should have been, had pumps at it. Cause it was mm-hmm. that small. And then a bunch of empty buildings where like they built these in the woods. So people could like try to make their own like small business. And then no one did. And then uh, the elementary school, and all they did was they chain linked off a section of woods to surround trees. Hmm. But there, I had this, uh, it was such a small school, my fifth grade and sixth grade teacher and classes were together, combined. Really? So I huh. graduated fifth grade, and then the next year, just went right back to the same classroom. Right back in the same class. The huh? Same guy, it was Mr. Woods, and he was from uh, Jersey. I think we had a couple, maybe one or two classrooms that were fourth and fifth. Mm-hmm. Like not all the fifth grade classrooms were combined, but I think it was like a lack of teachers thing. That so too. Like, yeah. Yeah. Just, yeah. We'll just throw these ones together. I had him. I had, I think I, before high school, they're more prevalent in high school, but I only had a couple before that. I had two or three. I had one that he looked like he had mental issues for sure. He was like the, uh, the very pulled taunt skin old guy who said weird shit. His name was Mr. Bart. Okay. Mr. Bartholomew. And, uh, they like, call me Barf. They call me Mr. Barf. He would just say shit like this. <laughs> shit like this. And then he'd walk around and just stare at you for a while. And he'd be like, because this was important. And like, he'd freak me out. But he he would always get the... I remember him talking about um, uh, Andrew Jackson running for president, right? Uh-huh. And he was a hero of the Battle of Tippecanoe, right? Uh-huh. And... He after he said this in the lesson, the rest of the year he would just bring it up randomly to stop people from talking. He just yell it, but he'd be like, "Andrew Jackson ran for president with Tyler, and he ran under the slogan Tippy Canoe and Tyler too. <laughs> Tippy Tippy Canoe and Tyler too." <laughs> and we're like, All right. he was super weird. And then someone would be talking, and like it'd be like some hot girls in class, and you'd see Mr. Bart just with his hands behind his back, slowly walk up to the table, staring at him all crazy eyed. And he'd lean forward because they wouldn't even notice he's there. Tippy canoe and Tyler too. Tippy canoe and Tyler too. And he got all quiet. He'd be like, "Back to history." Some teachers did a lot of drugs before they <laughs> oh got their job. Oh my god! I think my my favorite was one of them that was like a, a Navy vet, and he purposely always rolled his sleeves up in his shirt so you could see his fucking anchor tattoo uh-huh. on his arm. And he was cool as fuck. And he he was that was that one male teacher that like anytime you were talking, he just like blow you up in front of the class, like put you on blast. At the same time, always say it was about girls. Oh, because Brett over here wants to talk during class about Melissa. And I'm like, I don't even know Melissa. She's hot. But like still, like they like, ooh. <laughs> it, was, it was cool. And then the rest of them were just like tech classes, like auto tech, wood shop, stuff like that. Metals. Yeah. Uh, you got any recs this week? Mm, I do, actually. I do. Uh, I've been listening to a lot of uh, Benjamin Todd. And I think I did one last week. I can't remember which one I did, but I have a new one. Uh He's the uh, one of the two members in Lost Dog Street Band. 
and uh, it's called the one of them is the war inside, and the other one is darkest. I think I sent you darkest really dawn. Yeah, where he's sitting on his truck. Yeah, that's f- fuck man. That was an emotional song. A great, super relatable. Yeah, I definitely think that because uh, you you go back farther in his music to like um, uh, using again. Mm-hmm. Where he looks way more punk rock back then, mm-hmm. and he yeah, looked, he had a way more like country feel to it. Yeah, yeah, sure. I, I definitely. He think looked healthier, like the healthiest I've seen. Him. Yeah. Face is thicker, his yeah. voice sounds better. Uh, I think he's really just trying to stay sober, is what it is. Mm-hmm. And he, uh, he, and what is the name of the company that put that out? Um, Lost Gems, I think. Sounds uh, right. I think it was something Gems, and uh, that is a YouTube page that is. Um, putting a lot of really, really good uh, folky country uh, singers out there because they've done stuff with, um, not Tyler Childers, but uh, Culture Wall mm-hmm. back in the day. But so they're doing really, really good videos. And uh, yeah, so Darkest Before the Dawn. That's my recommendation. And I'm almost done with The Shining. I put it down for a bit, even mm-hmm. though it was like my favorite movie, which the movie is different than the book. Like in It's a, a, it's a, a mentally taxing way. book, for sure. The 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 amount they're bringing up Danny being hurt yeah uh, being a dad it's like the biggest struggle for yeah I mean it's yeah it's it's rough it's fucking rough for I've sure. had to put it down a few times where it's like mm-hmm. dude like you'll start thinking you're an alcoholic and a bad dad and shit just like definitely makes you aware uh, or like try and be aware of some things yeah yeah, yeah. it's really good so far so uh, Danny's already um, been in two seventeen and had them the marks on his neck from the lady in the tub mm-hmm. and then uh, the bar scene mm-hmm. so that's already happened so now they're trying to figure out bar what to do with him. way better in the book i feel yeah, like you know it was I mean? although it's one of the only parts where they had direct dialogue yeah. from the king book in the movie yep it was just the ex- the expansion it's mm-hmm. like watching the director's cut you know what i mean exactly it was yeah. really really good the way he like lines up the 20 imaginary martinis for every month he's been sober plus a couple for the wagon or whatever mm-hmm. and he's literally throwing imaginary martini glasses over his shoulder and hearing them imaginarily break in the mm-hmm. background and like it's it's and so the well written. And the, yeah dude yeah. It's just so fucking good um, are you going to do Dr. Sleep after that? Yeah. I've already seen the movie a while ago, but I'm going to do that for sure. As a book, Dr. Sleep, I mean, I was so happy that, I mean, The, the Shining was fantastic. Mm-hmm. Um, really, really fucking good. Dr. Sleep's better as a story. Is it? Yeah. Okay. It's And it's like more easily devourable and digestible. You know what I mean? Because mm-hmm. it is a little more like... Uh, it, it it it's got a little bit more of King's like more standard writing style in it and like just the way that it's set up. It's it's not as like um the pacing's better. Okay. The pacing's better. Because that's okay. the one thing about the shining is I mean, kind of because of what it is, you know, you're stuck in this this building for a long time. I think it's appropriate for the story. The pacing mm-hmm. of that story is appropriate for what it's telling. Okay. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, and it, cause it is just kind of slow and it draws on because it, it's supposed to kind of give you that feeling of like, you're trapped in this mindset for a long time. Mm-hmm. And I think that's what he was doing with it. But Dr. Sleep was just like, it hits the ground running and it's, it's pretty fucking good the entire time. Hell yeah. It's, it was a really good story. I, I still haven't seen the movie. The movie's good. Yeah. So um, I, I had no idea what the story Ewan was. Ewan McGregor plays him, I believe. Yeah. Plays Danny. Yeah. Really good. That's what I've heard. I've heard no bad things about that movie. So that's I liked cool. it quite a bit. The kid murder scene had me. Hmm. I had me because they, it, it, you fucking. And there's a, I think there's a few of those in the book. Yeah. But you, you know? see it. It's they're uh, in the movie. It's when they're all circled out in the woods. Is it? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And with Is there that a baseball scene. Glove? 
I can't remember at this point, but uh, it was at night. They were circled in the, in the mm-hmm. woods and the mm-hmm. kids dying. But uh, it like shows him start to like start to get murdered and it cuts to Danny and he's like feeling it. Mm-hmm. And then it goes back to the scene, which mm-hmm. you don't see coming. And if I remember right, it shot POV from the kid getting murdered. Okay. And I was sense. like, whoa, like they're really like, you, you really lean yeah. into that scene. It was, it was really good. I, uh, big movie wise, I'm a big Kubrick fan. So, and The Shining is my favorite horror movie. So I'm getting ready to get my Shining tattoo. Yeah. And then I found out that they're redoing the movie. You heard about this? Yeah. Yeah, they're redoing the movie with Ben Stiller playing, um, uh, I almost want to say Mike. It's not, it's, um, Uh, Jack. Jack, okay. Yeah. So he's going to play Jack, and I only saw one screenshot of it, and it looks like the really old, um, original, young Ben Stiller, like from Fat Camp. Interesting. But uh, Heavyweights. Yeah. Where he had, like, the when he was young, it looked really crazy. Yeah. And it shows him, like, arsenic rat style, like, bent over a typewriter with, like, a six-pack, and he's fucking sweating everywhere, and, like, huh. really manic-looking energy, like, like, feeling this in, like, the shot I saw. So I'm gonna get I'm gonna get my tattoo before all that shit comes out. Is King more involved in that in this version? I don't know. I wonder but if this if is like I a remember, redemption thing for him. Well, it wouldn't for him. Yeah, for him. Kubrick is so unique that like the him taking something and making it his own is mm-hmm. kind of like his thing. But I think this is like this just the chance to have a movie version of the book. Mm-hmm. I think. Yeah, that's kind of what I thought. Okay, that'll be so, good to see because Jack like, Torrance. Not yeah. Better. Yeah. Yeah. Because. Kubrick's version was so fantastic. And as a film, that's like always going to be way the fuck up there as, mm-hmm. you know, like top horror films ever. Oh, I have another recommendation. Have you seen the documentary Room 217? Mm-hmm. One of my favorite documentaries ever made. So not to keep bragging about my favorite horror movie, but uh, Kubrick had made a bunch of movies before that. And then I can't remember the name of the one he did right before The Shining. It was um, kind of a love and uh, uh, pride and prejudice look to it. It was um, Victorian... Um, and if you watch that documentary, you can see him behind the scenes and just fucking bored. So Kubrick was a genius. And we're, we're talking like uh, Mensa style genius. Mm-hmm. Very, very high. And he had done the opposite of what people do of a burnout. He made a movie that he thought didn't, didn't exercise his intellect. Mm-hmm. And he was fucking, didn't want to make anything after that for mm-hmm. a while. And then decided he was going to take all that energy that he had stored up and put it into one movie. And that was The Shining. The Shining has six or seven different underlying subconscious themes in it. And this documentary actually goes through and, sh- and theme by theme and shows you all the examples so you can actually see it. And, uh, I'm such a nerd. If you look in my kitchen right there, I have a Calumet baking powder can. Yes, you do. That I got from a thrift store. Mm-hmm. And that has to do with one of the themes in that movie, which is uh, it was the massacre of the Native Americans, mm-hmm. which if you've seen this movie you and, and didn't know that, you'd be like, no fucking way. And the documentary goes through and shows all the scenes that have to do with uh, Native Americans. Even like it gets to the point where Jack says, the white man's burden, the white mm-hmm. man's burden. When he's having imaginary drinks with the fucking demon. Mm-hmm. But uh, there's a scene or a picture, and it's when um, uh, the original talk of uh, Danny being able to shine with the uh, the other character, the cook, the other mm-hmm. cook. I can't remember his name. Oh, too. fuck. I can't remember his name either. That might have been Mike. It, no. But the cook was, that was a cool character. Yeah. That was so, a way cooler character in the book because like, they didn't really touch on it. It yeah. got into it deeper. Yeah. But because uh, in the book, it's in the parking lot. He's getting ready to leave and he shines to Danny 
Mm-hmm. And Danny like walks over and they have this whole conversation, him talking about his grandma and how she used to shine. And he's pretty much explaining to Danny what Danny is mm-hmm. and uh, how certain people can shine, certain ones can't. Uh, but in the movie, it takes place in the pantry. So there is a black, I think it's black and white shot from behind the scenes while they're setting up. And you can see Kubrick in the background in the pantry at a shelf and he's turning these Calumet cans so that you can see the logo in the shot. And uh, Calumet means what the, the people? Uh, it's, yeah, that, yeah, I think so. In, in one of the indigenous languages, yeah. So like literally even that. So I actually have one of those cans in my kitchen. I saw one and I had to fucking snag it up. But uh, watch that. I mean, it gets all the way to the point where The Shining might be a uh, very sneaky way of Kubrick admitting that he was the one that filmed the... Um, moon landing so if you don't remember that if you look at the famous um uh design of the carpet where danny's um playing on the ground and it's the carpet in the hallways and he's using Mm -hmm. his cars to go with the patterns um every circular with a line out pattern in that uh the carpet is the exact uh, layout of the launch pads of cape canaveral um 217 is the uh movie stage they believe that he actually filmed it on and there is, uh, there's actual footage you can find on YouTube, and I think there's some of it in the documentary of Kubrick's wife talking after he died, saying, like, I overheard him on the phone talking about this. He would take off and go to this, this, this uh, movie set on 217, and he'd get very upset if I asked too much about it. And she starts breaking it down, the stuff that she had heard in the mysterious late-night phone calls and all this stuff that is a possibility that he actually was contracted by the government to film a mock moon landing because of the, um, the, uh, God, what is that, um, radiation belt? When, when you leave earth's atmosphere and you go into space, you have to go in between us oh, and the yeah, moon. Yeah. There's a radiation belt and it's believed that that will destroy any f- of the type of film they had uh-huh. back then. It would destroy it. Yeah. Cause the concept is not that it didn't happen, but that they filmed a, sp- a, a secondary video to mm-hmm. like for PR reasons. Exactly. Yeah. Because there's no way they could have gotten the footage back. Oh, we can go. Let's, I'm not going to dive do, into Let's that. do a deep dive on this next week. Yeah. So was, that's one. my recommendation yeah. is, uh, Benjamin Todd, uh, Don before the, uh, dark before the dawn and then um go watch room 217 about the shining all right so mine um are kind of both oh fuck i forgot one of them i'll figure it out oh no i got it all right so (laughs) (laughs) all right uh sam morell put out did you watch his new special i have i'm still listening to all all his podcast uh tour he's been doing yeah i love that i fucking love that when when somebody i really enjoy ends up on all the podcasts that i like mm-hmm. you know and so i get yeah. to watch listen to him like two or three times in one Paulie's week. doing it right now too yeah. some of his been good i know i uh i keep meaning to go back and listen to the uh whiskey ginger with Polly on it and i think that was I good try and i liked that tonight it also maybe after the game um anyway so sam Rell's new special is out on netflix uh same time tomorrow i thought it was fantastic i really enjoy i know sam's probably not everybody's cup of tea in terms of like his brand of comedy but I think it's funny. I like his dry sense of humor. It's good shit. Um, I also, I speaking of, of podcast tours, um, Ricky Glassman's been coming up on a lot semi recently. Remember Crazy Ricky Glassman? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, that's, that's awesome. Kind of, like, I, he's so fucking funny because he will just die. Especially, I think it's kind of like a uh, coping mechanism for him. Yeah, like he doesn't. He didn't know Chris Stefano, and so he just went fucking nuts with that interview, uh-huh. and it was so good. And it wasn't really an interview; it was just on his podcast. Yeah, but it was so fucking good. I laughed so hard at that whole podcast, like more than I do normally, you know. Um, and so I, I he he's been coming up on a few different podcasts. I'm like, fuck it, let me check this guy out. I don't really know him, and his show, Take Your Shoes Off, is 
fucking fantastic. Is it? It's really good. I'll have to check it um, out. It's a little bit because you can tell he's in his comfort zone. So mm-hmm. it's not it's not the character. He's a really smart guy. Yeah. He's also super OCD. And so it's called Take Your Shoes Off because he like highlights all of his like mania and like he he makes all of his guests take their shoes off. He started doing the show. I don't know if he was already doing it or if this was just like what he did during the pandemic, but he would do um, during the pandemic. He has he has a, a balcony off his apartment in New York, I believe. Mm-hmm. And so he was just doing comedy sets from his balcony and he was just screaming off the balcony doing comedy sets. Right. Yes. And so then what he started doing for his podcast is have his guests come over and he, and he would make them sit on his balcony. He was like, I was scheduling people that would be that were fine with scaling the side of my building to come and sit on my balcony so i didn't have to let them walk through my house oh my god that's actually pretty cool though. yeah and so he i love that super unique weird human yeah. mania shit yep yeah so i like guys just a, he's a weirdo in like a very like i own my shit kind of way like mm-hmm. i know i'm a little odd but this is who i am and like i want to have a good conversation with you if you're willing to put up with my weird shit Hell and yeah. I, I dig that, you know. That's right. So yeah, take your shoes off is a really good podcast. Um, and then yeah, he's he's done like multiple good shows recently on on various other podcasts that you should definitely check out. So those are my uh, those are my recs for the week. Hell yeah, I've checked that out, man. It's fucking Seahawks time. So <laughs> okay, hold on, let me back up. It's my anniversary, so I'm gonna go hang out with my wife. <laughs> That's better. That's oh, my shit. boy. <laughs> uh, priorities, priorities, priorities. Yes. yes. Yep. And I'm gonna watch football. I'm going to sit here and smash the rest of this burrito on my scone. Did somebody want the fucking scone? That was very sweet of you, though, baby. I know, right? Here I am being caring. Great episode, dude. Fuck yeah. Same time next week. Stay strange. Uh, You know, YouTube, Facebook, Twitter, all the stuff. We're we're out there. We out shit. Woo! Then... I'm podcasting.